there, everybody. Angela Bowen here, the host of Looking Back on My Wonder Years, a Wonder Years podcast. Well, I got a little treat for you today. Since today is Mother's Day, I thought of another episode of a show that I could do that I actually plan to do a little podcast for starting in January 2001. I know you're probably thinking, like, you are doing a lot of podcasts. That's a lot of a lot of stuff to take on. So, But this one's going to be a little different. It's going to be just select episodes. It's not going to be um, a lot of the show because there's a lot of it. Plus, there's a spinoff and a spinoff to that spinoff. And, of course, the show I'm talking about is Roseanne. There are episodes in the show that I think are, are really good and stuff. And I kind of like to, you know, have my take on that. Of course, that podcast, the title's still working, uh, you know, in development. And I'm thinking I like to do something like... Life in Lamford. I thought that would be kind of cool. An unofficial Roseanne podcast. So today's episode, of course, season four, episode 24, entitled Don't Make Me Over, which aired on May 5th, 1992. In this episode, Mother's Day finds Becky and Darlene treating Roseanne to a day at the spa with ulterior motives. If you guys have... Amazon Prime, you can actually watch all the seasons, all nine seasons of Roseanne. (laughs) This episode's got a 7.7 out of 10 based on 172 ratings on IMDb. It was directed by Andrew D. Wyman, writers Matt Williams, the creator, Maxine Lapidus, Don Forster, Sid Youngers, Sarah Gilbert. Oh, the story's by Sarah Gilbert? Really? Okay, cool, 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 cool. That's awesome. Good for her. Ooh, let's see. Do we got, ooh, we got some trivia. Okay, okay. Let's do trivia first. Sarah Gilbert received story credit for the 1992 episode, Don't Make Me Over. She was 17 at the time. All right. The episode title is a reference to the 1962 pop song, Don't Make Me Over, written by Burt. Oh boy, I'm going to butcher this poor man's name. Basharash and Hal David, which was recorded by Diane Diane Warwick. Is that right? Alright. Didn't she do the Psychic Friends Network? I thought she might have. Alright. We also have some user reviews here. This person gives it an 8 out of 10, titles it a fantastic episode, and it was published May 21st, 2006. Of course, this does have spoilers, so be forewarned. If you guys don't want to be spoiled on the episodes, because you know that's also how I do my podcast, I'm going to watch the episode, I'm going to spoil it. You know, I mean, it kind of seems like that's how podcasts on TV shows go. You guys, watch the episodes if you don't want to be spoiled. So, this episode has always been one of my absolute favorites. What I love most about it is, for once, you get to see an an emotionally vulnerable Roseanne after she's hurt by her daughter's cruel actions. The callousness of Becky and Darlene were shocking the first time I watched it, and it never failed to get a reaction out of me each time I see it again. It's an episode that actually teaches a lesson that parents are people with feelings too. I've been an avid watcher of the show since I was allowed to stay up late enough to catch it when they still... When they were still putting out new episodes. 
This is a wonderful episode everyone can enjoy. It's yet another example of why Roseanne was such a popular show and still continues to be in syndication. Everyone should get the chance to experience the show. Yes, there definitely are a lot of good episodes. I really like the earlier seasons, uh, seasons like one through six. Um, I think they're really good. Season nine, of course, turns out that it was all... Them winning the lottery was all in Roseanne's head. It was part of the book that she was writing. Um, The next one also, 8 out of 10, titled Don't Make Me Over, was published on March 25th, 2017. Warning, spoilers. So this person puts it's Roseanne's birthday, but it's actually Mother's Day. Darlene and Becky want to go to a concert, but don't think they will be allowed without an adult. Of course they won't, because it's so far away. So they try to suck up to Roseanne by inviting her to a spa. Then Roseanne figures out that their intentions weren't to spend a day with her, but to get her permission. And it really hurts. I felt very bad for Roseanne. She was so happy that her daughters got her a present, and she felt like it was, well, mean... One can really see how upset she was when she finds out that it was just a trick. And I usually see Darlene and Becky's side as well in this show, but this time they just seemed like heartless brats. Well, they are teenagers. Teenagers or not, you guys know, come on, Mother's Day is a special day to celebrate mothers and everything they do for us. Don't try to turn it around into your own favor to get something out of it because that is just cruel. You guys know you would not want your own kid pulling that crap with you. And and the other reviewer is right. We do see Roseanne at a vulnerable moment. I mean, you see her hurt, emotionally hurt. These are her children, her flesh and blood, who she would think would be doing something nice for her for Mother's Day, which they probably don't always tend to do. Me, of course, having a kid who, if they didn't normally do something just out of the blue, like, yeah, I'm going to take you to a spa and we're going to do Mother's Day and everything. I'm like... What do you want? Because you've never done that before. So, but, no, I mean, Roseanne just thinks her daughters are being genuine. Which, on Mother's Day, you kind of would hope that the genuineness would be not with strings attached. So, without further ado, let's jump into Don't Make Me Over. Alright, so we come into the cold open here. We have Roseanne in the living room. She's vacuuming her floor. As her younger sister Jackie comes in, she picked up a gallon of milk for Roseanne. And I guess at this point in season four, because it's the almost the end of season four, is Roseanne is going to be out of work soon. I think this has got to be where she works at um, that restaurant in the mall. And even though Jackie says don't worry about it when Roseanne asks, like, how much do I owe you? Roseanne's like, look, I'm pretty sure I can afford a gallon of milk. But yeah, Roseanne is adamant. She wants to pay for this carton of milk. A carton of milk for how many people that live in that house? I mean, it's what Roseanne, Dan, and Becky, Darlene, and DJ. But anyway, it's a buck forty. So Roseanne goes, pulls the couch coach couch cushion off and starts getting like 50 to 75 cents. She's like, well, laundry day's coming up, so I'm sure I'll get you the rest of the money. <laughs> of course, the topic of Mother's Day comes up, and their mother, like, hey, what are you going to get, Mom? She's like, I don't know. I don't think she likes anything. 
you know, Beverly, her, their mother, is just, she's all kinds of, she's out there. I got you the milk you needed. What do I owe you? Forget it. No, you bought me juice and bread yesterday. <laughs> now, I may be losing my job, but I can still afford to pay for a carton of milk. Where's Ann? What do I owe you? Okay, it's a buck forty. <laughs> okay. Let's <laughs> <laughs> 50, Okay, I'll give you the rest when I do the laundry. Wonderful. <laughs> so, did you find something for Mom for Mother's no. Day? Why don't we just send her some perfume? She'll think we don't like the way she smells. <laughs> I don't like the way she smells. <laughs> How about flowers? Why don't you just say your house stinks too? <laughs> How about candy? No, we gave her candy two years ago, remember? Thanks for the candy, girls. I could have swallowed my filling, but luckily it stuck right in the caramel. <laughs> How about a crystal vase? Can't afford that. Hey, what about if we break a glass and put it in a box marked fragile? <laughs> No, what? Let's get her something that makes her feel really young. What, like a wagon? <laughs> not helping. Hey. I think I found my Mother's Day present from the kids. You're not going to open it, are you? It's yeah. two days away. Well, I need time to practice pretending like I like it. <laughs> oh, man, I should have opened it a week ago. <laughs> Didn't they give you slippers last year? Yeah. These are them. I forgot to return them. <laughs> Boy, these are ugly. Mama love them. <laughs> so yeah, they're trying to come up with something like, hey, what about perfume, flowers, candy? No, we got her that two years ago. It's like flowers and perfume like oh she'll think we think she smells or her house smells and oh the candy with the fact that uh, she could have swallowed her filling but luckily it stuck to the caramel and Roseanne's putting the vacuum into the closet and that's where she pulls out this bag that said rod bells on it she's like I think I found what the kids got me for Mother's Day she pulls it out it's a shoebox that has it looks like one of those type of. It it's almost like a like a sheep dog looking type of pink fuzzy slipper. Well, it is a pink fuzzy slipper, but it almost looks like the kind of thing that someone would use to like wax their car or buff their car. And it turns out I think maybe because Tiaki's like didn't they get you slippers last year? And Roseanne's here like, oh yeah, I think this is what the, these are them. I just forgot to return them. Hey, this is, we could get mom this. Like, there you go. Problem solved. <laughs> I love Jackie and Roseanne's relationship. I just, I think it's those two are sisters. They're just both of them. Just, they have the wittiest lines. So we come out of the intro. Darlene and Becky are hanging out on the couch. The phone rings. Of course, Becky goes to grab it, but Roseanne gets to it first. And <laughs> Roseanne pretends to be like one of those teen lines. Like, if you're calling Becky to talk about boys, press one. And <laughs> 
So, we don't find out yet what the good news is, but Becky's definitely happy with this. Like, oh, cool, win. Alright, cool, great. So now she's going to let Darlene in on the good news. Dana did it! She got the concert tickets to Des Moines next Saturday. Awesome! We're going to meet Marcy and Lisa at Dana's, and then we're going to pick everybody else up in the van. Oh, this is going to be so great. Yes, as long as we all understand that you and Stacy won't be sitting with me and my friends. <laughs> Becky... There's going to be 20,000 people there. Why would we sit next to the only four geeks? <laughs> okay, we're going away for the weekend without an adult. The big R is definitely going to have a problem with that. <laughs> well, not if we tell her the right way. I mean, we're just going to make it sound good. How? I don't know. Tell her we're never coming back. Hey. Hey. How was your day? Would you like to know what your son did? Well, if he's my son, it must be something bad. Well, I had to go to school to see his teacher because it seems like he hasn't turned in any of his math homework for the past two weeks. I see. And how did he explain this? Well, he's had a lot of extra responsibility around here since you died. <laughs> did I suffer? No. Sniper. <laughs> I said I was sorry. Ever since he got that video game, he's just been goofing off. All right, Deej, from now on, you finish your homework first thing when you come home from school. You read me? Yes. Is that it? Oh, and you cannot lie to your teachers. You got it? <laughs> okay. Okay. No, it is not okay. You're not going to watch any TV this whole weekend. Do you understand that? And you're not playing any of those video games either until your teacher calls me and tells me that you're caught up. Dad! You heard your mother. Now take your homework upstairs and wash up for dinner. I hate you. Then my work here is done. So yeah, it turns out, I guess the girls are planning on going to a rock concert in Des Moines, which I'm guessing is... They're planning on driving out of the state of Illinois. <laughs> yeah, I don't see that flying either with Roseanne or Dan. Especially the fact that Becky's like, what, 17? Darlene's got to be 14, 15. And they're going with a bunch of girls. And yeah. And of course, Becky's like, we gotta time this big, you know, reveal just right, so that way they'll let us hopefully go. And Darlene's like, hey, maybe we can tell them we're not coming back. <laughs> yeah, you know your mom's not gonna let you go, and your dad definitely gonna let you go. And <laughs> Becky's like, just as long as you and your friend Stacy aren't sitting anywhere near us, Darlene. And Darlene's like, Becky, there's going to be 20,000 people at this concert. Why will we sit next to the Only Ford Geeks? So now we move into the kitchen, and DJ's working on his homework at the table. And Dan comes in, and Roseanne tells Dan about how she had to talk to DJ's teacher because apparently he hasn't turned in any homework for a couple weeks. And apparently... DJ spun this little lie that he's been very busy taking over responsibilities since his father died. 
And Dan's like, how did I go? And Roseanne says, oh, it was a sniper. It was quick. No pain. <laughs> Turns out DJ is having more fun playing his video game than doing his homework. <clears throat> Which, of course, he's like a 10, 11-year-old kid. Of course, this is going to be the case. And Dan's like, oh, well, you know, when you come home, you're going to do your homework first. And also, don't lie to your teacher anymore. Because Roseanne, keep, when he said, like, oh, you, when you get home, you're going to start on your homework. And Roseanne's like, that's it? That's all you're going to tell him? And Dan's like, oh, and another thing, don't lie to your teacher anymore. And she's like, are you serious right now? So Roseanne takes over and says, all right, you know what? You are not watching any TV for the next week or playing any video games until your teacher tells me that you're all caught. Because he is so behind, hasn't handed in any homework or anything. And DJ goes to do his homework in another room, probably upstairs. And Roseanne lays into Dan for not backing her up. Like, why do I always got to be the one to lay down the punishment? It almost feels like he's only, like, half-ass parenting when he's throwing out the discipline. What? Hey, thanks for your help there. What? I backed you up. Why do I always have to be the bad guy? Hey, I told him he had to do his homework and stop lying to his teachers. What else do you want from me? How about if you punish him once? How, how about if you end up where he doesn't like you? Give him time. He'll turn on me. He's a Connor boy. <laughs> Six or seven years from now, we'll be slugging it out on the front lawn. That doesn't do me any good now, does it, Dan? We'll ask later. <laughs> Oh yeah, I forgot to mention, when DJ leaves a room, he tells Roseanne, I hate you. What kid probably hasn't told, said that to their parent at least once in their lives? It's horrible, I'm sure. I don't think I ever told my parent that I hate them. I once told my dad he ruined my 4th of July. Um, and that's <laughs> it. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, Roseanne is just like tired of being the bad guy here and having DJ hate her. And she's like, why can't you discipline him so he can hate you once in a while? And of course, <laughs> Dan's like, hey, he's a Connor boy. In a few years, we'll probably be duking it out on the front lawn. And Darlene and Becky realized, you know, this isn't the time to ask this. They could have won the lottery then and there, and they still would have said no to you two going out of the state to see a rock concert. Come on. They might be semi-lenient in other areas, but you two leaving the state? Even if you're going to be having a bunch of other friends, girls go with you, is still not going to fly. So it's officially Mother's Day and Becky and Darlene are trying to get a breakfast ready for Roseanne for Mother's Day. Of course, DJ isn't exactly helping. He's sitting on the counter banging his feet against the uh, the cupboard doors. And it's like, it's Mother's Day, you idiot. All right? Stop trying to tick her off. Like she, Roseanne hasn't even gotten up yet. And it's like, they want her in a good mood. 
And Becky's like, DJ, go upstairs, hose off whatever you made for her in school and bring it down. And DJ's like, or what? I love Darlene's response. Or we'll bury you under the front porch like the rest of our brothers. <laughs> I'm going to believe that this is, I love the witty dialogue, the sarcasm. It's just great. There is so much stuff on their refrigerator. There's picture of, I'm guessing, a base professional baseball player of some kind. It looks like maybe the Lakers. Um, let's, there's a owl construction paper thing. There's a magnet that says I love bingo. There's a construction paper cutout pig with red all over it. Looks like blood. Just the whole thing. It's like covered in different stuff. Mother's Day, you moron. Stop trying to tick her off. Yeah, go upstairs, hose off whatever stupid thing you made for in school and bring it down. <laughs> or what? Or we'll bury you under the porch with the rest of our brothers. <laughs> Hi. Hey. I only had five eggs in my fridge. Oh, how long have they been there? Uh, well, I know I bought them on my way to work. I just... Don't remember which job. Get it before it wakes up, Mom. I got it. Hello. Oh, hi, Mom. No, it's Jackie. Happy Mother's Day. Yeah, yeah. It's a shame you can't say the same to me. Uh, so, did you get the slippers? Unique good or unique bad? We should ask Dad about the concert. I mean, maybe he can soften Mom up. No, I don't think he'd go for it either. Besides, she's still mad about the whole DJ thing. I think we should just stick to our plan. Mom, don't you think that if I was dating somebody, I would tell you about it just to get you off my back? Oh, really? Well, go suck an egg. Huh? No, I did not. Why would I say something like that? Suck an egg. I don't, I don't even know what that means. I'm telling you, I didn't say that. Must be a bad connection. So, Mom, listen, uh, happy Mother's Day, and I'll tell Roseanne to give you a call when she gets up. Okay? Uh-huh. Bite me. Oh, man, I should have thought of that a long time ago. I actually just noticed in um, the scene, I think Darlene is like getting ready to set the table and Becky's talking to her about whether they should tell Dan first to hopefully soften the blow with uh, Roseanne and everything about the concert because Dan sometimes I guess maybe could be more lean you saw how you heard how he was with DJ when it came to you know DJ lying saying his dad was dead so he could get out of his doing his schoolwork and everything. There is a um, a boom mic shot, like, for a split second that dips down above into the frame from the top of the screen. <laughs> of course, Jackie's there. They needed some eggs. Jackie had only five. The only thing is she doesn't remember how long they've been there or when what job she had gotten the eggs from, what job she was working at the time. And the phone rings, Jackie gets it, it's Roseanne and Jackie's mother, like, oh, hey, mom, you get the, uh, 
you get the slippers? Oh, they're unique? Is that good or bad? And it's just like, oh my gosh. Uh, and of course, when she first says Happy Mother's Day, it's like, oh yeah, I know, Mom. I, I'm sorry you can't say the same to me, too. It's like, but she has Andy later on. And I'm just thinking, now I didn't watch all of the season 10 of Roseanne, and I didn't really watch the Connors, but... Does Andy make an appearance or even get a mention in the show? Because I know Dan's younger half-siblings, um, Ed Jr., played by Noel Fisher, and I think he's got a sister named Angela. Um, I, I saw Noel Fisher, and of course he's from uh, Sh- Shameless, and I'm just saying it's kind of funny because the girl who plays Debbie on Shameless is also she plays um Harris Connor Healy. So it's kind of funny that they got two actors from Shameless to be on Roseanne. <laughs> so Jackie's like telling her mom to go suck an egg and before she hangs up with her mom like bite me bye I'll tell Roseanne to call you. Dan comes in and says, hey, tell Roseanne how great she looks in her bathrobe. Because Roseanne comes out with this maroon colored and white stripe down the front long bathrobe. And you can tell Roseanne, it's like she's putting on a fake smile. Like, oh, it's your father's way of telling me that he loves me. (laughs) Uh, She doesn't like it. It's like, he's going to try it a little harder, maybe. I mean, he'll make up for it later towards the end of the episode, but uh, the bathrobe, really. <laughs> and Dan's like, oh, I thought you liked it. And she's like, yes, I do like it that you picked it out yourself. <laughs> and Jackie comes over and starts, you know, feeling the, the fabric on Roseanne's nightgown on her arm. Like, oh, wow, that feels flame retardant. <laughs> Roseanne's like, it's way retardant. <laughs> So Dan grabs his coffee. He's like, Becky, can you do something? She hides her gift. So Becky jumps right in there. It's like, come on, Mom. It's time for breakfast. We made you breakfast, by the way. Of course Roseanne's surprised that the girls made breakfast because when have they ever done that without wanting something in return? You know, fr- uh, French toast, uh, coffee and orange juice. I noticed no one else is sitting down to eat with Roseanne, so... And Darlene's like, yeah, it's Mother's Day. Of course we'd make you breakfast. And the look on Roseanne's face, she's kind of narrowing her eyes at her girls. Like, what's the catch? Like, um, mm, you've never done this before or cared as much on Mother's Day. So seriously, what's going on? And Becky's like, oh, well, there's no catch. Can't we do something nice? And Roseanne's like, well, you never have before. I would be very suspicious as well. Like, what's up? Don't tell me you don't want something. You're just doing it out of the kindness of your heart or because it's Mother's Day because I'm not buying that. So DJ comes in. He made an ashtray with his picture at the bottom. Does anyone in the family smoke? (laughs) And apparently he thinks that by giving her this ashtray with his picture in it that immediately erases his grounding so he can play video games. But she's like, nice try, you're still grounded. He's like, oh man. I love Darlene's response. She's like, oh, it's a shame you quit smoking. You can grind your butts out on his face. 
Oh, darling, she's got the wittiest, the wittiest comebacks. So Becky hands Roseanne a gift. It's a gift certificate for a um, a make just a spa day, you know, to get your hair done, your makeup done, just totally pampered. Yeah, the beauty box. It's a uh, Mother's Day makeover. You get a facial, manicure. Complete hairstyling. Wow. Oh my goodness. I mean, my, I just like, I don't keep my nails. They're nubs, basically. And even when I see a little bit of white, like, coming in, like the nail part, it's like, I gotta cut them. I got, I just, I can't not cut them. And of course, Roseanne is concerned about the cost. Like, wow, this must have cost you both a lot. Which one of you is pregnant? <laughs> None of them yet. <laughs> so Becky's like, no, we just wanted to do something nice for you. And Darlene's like, look, I know I've been a pain this year and everything. So it's my way of saying thanks for putting up with me. And Roseanne keeps looking at him like she's trying to figure it out. Like these kids, like I said, they're not usually ones to do something just out of the kindness of their heart. They usually want something. But they're doing their darndest to convince Roseanne that... It's all in her head. No, we're doing this because we love you and we want you to be happy. We want you to have a mom day. So I'm going to play this clip. Come, tell her how great she looks. <laughs> well, it's your father's way of telling me how much he loves me. <laughs> you said you liked it. I love it because I know that you picked it out all by yourself. <laughs> oh, my, my, my. Let me... Oh, boy. That feels fire retardant. It's way retardant. She hates it. Do something. Sit down, Mom. There's your coffee and juice. French toast is coming up. What, did you actually make breakfast? Well, sure. It's Mother's Day. What's the catch? Not catch. Can't we just do something nice? I don't know. You never have. Here, happy Mother's Day. Oh, look at it. It's an ashtray with your picture at the bottom. Oh, it's a shame you quit smoking. You could grind your butt's head on his face. <laughs> Shut up. Well, I like it, DJ, and I'm going to use it for a candy dish. You really, really love it? I love it, yes. And you're still not watching any TV. Gee! <laughs> It's a gift certificate to the beauty oh, box. Oh, man, Mother's Day makeover. Manicure, pedicure, facial, complete hairstyling. Man, this must have cost a lot. Which one of you is pregnant? <laughs> Mother, we just wanted to get you something we thought you'd really like. Yeah, I mean, I know I've been kind of a nightmare this year, so it's just my way of saying thanks for putting up with me. Oh, that is so sweet. Thank you. That's so nice. Look at Dan. The girls got me a good gift. <laughs> Way to go. And you know what would just make it perfect? We all go together. Oh, no, that's just for you. <laughs> no, I want you two to go with me. It'd be great. But it's your day. And I want to spend it with my two girls. Really? 
Shoot, we only have enough money for you, Mom. <laughs> oh, don't worry about it. I got plenty of money. How much did you pay for this robe? <laughs> so, of course, what would make this day even more awesomer than the gift certificate to the beauty box for the entire makeover, she wants to spend the day with her girls since, you know, they inspired, the, you know, they bought the gift card. And, of course... Becky and Darlene like, oh, no, no, that's that's just for you. And, of course, she's like, no, I want to spend it with my two girls. And it's like, uh, okay. So we go to the beauty box, and Roseanne is just getting her pampered self on. She's got, you know, nail toenails drying. Someone's working on her fingernails. Looks great. They also got the facial thing going on with them. She's got the cucumbers on the eyes. Someone's kind of going over her skin with uh, a uh, cotton ball and everything. And her hair is all up. Oh, it's just, I want to be pampered like that. I mean, not the fingernails because you guys know I um, I just have nubs. But uh, I can't wait till they eventually open up. It's most likely going to be a while <laughs> before they... Um, open up the uh, the foot place to get the feet taken care of, you know, the toenails and all that stuff, because that would definitely be a lot of precautions would have to be taken there, and even, you know, the haircut place. Because I swear, eventually, by the time they open up the haircut places, my bangs are going to be past my eyeballs and going down to the bridge of my nose. Whew! She's getting a facial? Sweet! It looks like some other ladies are enjoying some Mother's Day pampering as well. She's just kind of helping remove the dead skin. And Roseanne's like, well, put it all over my body till I'm a size 8. So we got someone working on Roseanne's face, someone's working on her nails, and another is working on the toenails. Well, yeah, Darlene and Becky had a whole, you know, it wasn't just breakfast and the beauty box gift certificate. They also took her out to lunch, and then they decided to leave the car parked at the restaurant so they walked to Baskin Robbins. Yeah, Roseanne's just having a great time with her girl, just hanging out. And <coughs> they went to uh, the movie theater, but they'd already seen the movie, so they stood outside and told other people that were waiting to get in. They told them the ending. <laughs> Reminds me of the Simpsons episode where Homer walks out of the Star Wars movie. I was like, I can't believe Luke Skywalker or Darth Vader was, is Luke Skywalker's father. Everyone's like, what? You ruined the picture for me, you jerk. So, yeah, looks like she's going to be shampooed and conditioned next. So, as she's getting up to walk over over there, (laughs) we got Becky and Darlene have, like, some green face masks on, and they got their hair up in the towels and they're like oh my gosh I hate this she better let us go to that concert I just keep dealing with it it'll be fine so I'm gonna play this clip because Roseanne is just so so happy being pampered and just talking about you know hanging out with her girls and having a great mother's day and then things are gonna go south and it's gonna be sad What is that stuff? It's all scratchy. It's eucalyptus and mango in an oatmeal base. We're scrubbing away those layers of dead, dry skin. Well, rub it all over my body and don't stop till I'm a size (laughs) 8. Oh, I think I overdid it today. 
the girls made me breakfast and they took me out to lunch. And I feel like we really should lose some of those calories. So we left the car parked in front of the restaurant. Then we walked over to Baskin and Robbins. <laughs> Sounds like you had a great Mother's Day. Oh, yeah. It's just great. Me and my girls hanging out together, acting crazy. Oh, we went to this movie theater, you know, but we'd already seen the show. So we stood out in front and told everybody the ending. <laughs> oh, it just doesn't get any better than that. <laughs> Mrs. Connor, it's time for your shampoo. Oh, do I really have to move? Sorry. All right. Boy, what we girls won't go through to be beautiful, huh? <laughs> oh, yeah, Mom. You betcha. <laughs> Sucking my brain out right through my face. Just hang in. She better let us go to that concert. She will. Ask her now. No, wait till they've done her hair and she's got a buzz going from the spray. <laughs> So while the girls are having a spa day, let's go back to the Connor house because Dan is watching the game. Of course, he's upset because the player didn't make the move that he should have made. So of course, Dan goes to the kitchen, grabs a beer, comes back out, sees DJ at the bottom of the stairs, reminds him that he's not allowed to watch television. And DJ's like, oh, no, I'm just going to show you my homework booklet. I've completed it. And he's talking about long division, how it sucks, because I'm never going to use it. i got a calculator. I hear you, DJ. I tried to do some long division, and I hated it, too. I, it's right up there with the fractions. So Dan's, like, trying to get DJ to be realistic. It's like, what if your batteries die on you? He's like, I'll buy new ones. And he's like, all right, well, what if you are on an island and you don't have any batteries? What are you going to do then? How are you going to split 300 coconuts between seven people? And DJ's like, Dad, come on now. And Dan's like, hey, you can either be Gilligan or the professor. It's up to you. <laughs> so, of course, now that DJ's done with his homework, he's like, what am I going to do? And Dan's like, DJ, it's a nice day outside. Go play or something. You know, it's the 90s, right? Kids would go outside and play for hours. And of course, DJ's like, can't I watch TV with you? And Dan's like, no, you can't. You're not allowed to. So of course, DJ's like, oh, okay, you want to come outside and play with me, Dad? And Dan's like, no, after the game, all right? And D DJ's like, okay, whatever. So he goes out into the kitchen, and Dan's like, gosh, I really got to do something with my kid. He's going to think I don't like him or something. So he turns off the game. He's like, all right, DJ, hold up. What do you want to do? And DJ's like, watch TV. And Dan's like, no, come on now. So Dan's like, come on, we're a couple of guys. Let's go out there and be wild and free. I mean, because the, the girls aren't home, let's have a guy's day. Let's go wherever the wind blows us. And he picks DJ up and walks him outside. And, of course, he runs back and like, oh, oh, I got to get my bowling shoes. So they'll go bowling. Cool. What if I I like this little bit between Dan and DJ. They have a good bond. I mean, as Roseanne has with her girls and stuff, I like DJ and Dan's bond. You know, father son bond. It's nice. No TV. I just came to show you my homework. Did you finish it? 
Yeah. Long division. It's stupid. I'll never need it. I have a calculator. Now wait a minute, Dee. What if your batteries go dead? I'll buy new ones. Okay. Say you're on a deserted island and there's no battery store, and you got to split 300 coconuts between seven people. Dad. It's your choice, Dee. You can grow up to be Gilligan or the professor. <laughs> It's a beautiful day outside. Go play. Can I watch TV? No. Okay. <laughs> you want to come with me? Uh, yeah, maybe after the game. Okay. Deej, wait a minute. You're right. Let's go do something. What about the game? Forget the game. What do you want to do? Watch TV. No, come on, man. We're two guys on the loose, wild and free. There's a whole big world out there. Let's go wherever the wind blows us. <laughs> Let me get my bowling shoes. <laughs> okay, they went out on Dan's Harley. Cool. He's even got a leather, black leather jacket for DJ that looks just like Dan's. That is so cool. So DJ's like, wow, Dad, that was really cool as they pull into the garage. And Dan's like, didn't I say this was cooler than video games? And DJ gets off the bike. He's like, yeah, you can stop saying that now. <laughs> so Dan's like, all right, DJ, give me the helmet. And DJ's like, yeah, but I want to batch things with my head. And Dan just looks at him like, DJ, it's a $200 helmet. Take it off first. <laughs> Dan's kind of talked about what they did. DJ learned how to shoot pool. He bowled his weight, which I'm guessing that kid's got to be, what, maybe 75, 80 pounds? <laughs> he even found out that he has to spit sideways when he's on motorcycle. <laughs> oh, that probably hit him right in the face. Ew. So Dan figures it's time for a little uh, girl talk as he brings up a girl named Allison who is going to hanging around DJ at the bowling alley and DJ's like, oh, I hate her. She keeps bugging me and trying to kiss me. Dan explains how that's a lot like he was as a, as a young boy that girls would just flock to him like moths to a porch light. And he's like, DJ, you got the Connor curse. And DJ's like, what do I do about it? And Dan's like, nothing, it goes away. <laughs> Didn't I tell you there was more things in the world than video games? Yeah, you can stop saying that. Here, give me your helmet. I wanted to bash some stuff with my head. It's a $200 helmet. Take it off first. Here, give me a hand wiping all the mud off of this beast. Okay. Big day for you, Deej. Learn how to shoot pool. You bowled your weight. <laughs> Found out you gotta spit sideways when you're riding on a motorcycle. <laughs> sure beats TV, huh? A little. So tell me about this Allison girl that was hanging around you at the bowling alley. I hate her. Sounds serious. No way. She's always bugging me. Keeps trying to kiss me. Ah, uh, just like me when I was your age. Girls were drawn to me like moths to a porch light. 
You got the Connor curse, son. So what do I do? Nothing. It goes away. <laughs> All right. Let's get back to the beauty box with Roseanne and the girls. Roseanne's hair is done, and it looks fabulous. It's got a little, like, a little flip on the back of it. Mrs. Connor, what do you think? <laughs> oh, I'm beautiful. I no longer have to think. <laughs> you look great, Mom. Yeah, like our big sister just got back from college. Well, you guys look gorgeous, too. We're going to have to go get a picture so we can remember this. Oh, no, we'll remember. <laughs> I think we should go over to Woolworths and try to smash all of our hair into one of those photo booths. It'll be a little romantic evening in your future. Dad's going to go crazy when he sees you. <laughs> Are you kidding? Look at me. I can do way better than him. <laughs> Mom, when's the last time, you know, you spend some time alone with Dad? Just the two of you. Well, darling, we really can't afford to go away right now, you know. Well, I know, but I mean, maybe you could spend a weekend at home and we could go away. I mean, DJ could spend the night at a friend's house, and Becky and I could take off for the weekend. Take off where? I don't know. There's this concert in Des Moines coming up. So you want to go to a concert in Des Moines and stay for the whole weekend? Yeah, that way you'd have the whole house to yourselves. Where would you stay? Get a motel room or something. No. Why? Because, no! Now, if you really care about me and Dad having a weekend alone, then why don't you take DJ up and go visit your grandma? I'm sure she'd be really happy to see you. Oh, come on. No, you guys are way too young to go that long without an adult. This worked out great, didn't it? Tell me about it. Oh, you should not have said that. <laughs> what does that mean, worked out? Nothing. Forget it. Oh, this whole thing was just some scam so you could go to some stupid concert, right? Damn it. Mom. I'm going to pay the bill. You girls get dressed and meet me in the car. So, Roseanne is so excited with her new do that she's like, oh my gosh, we should go to Woolworths and, like, smash our hair into one of those photo booths to, you know, remember this occasion and of course Becky and Darlene are like oh <laughs> we'll remember it trust me so Becky is all about the flattery like oh dad is gonna go crazy when he sees you and I love Roseanne saying <laughs> yeah I can do much better than him and then of course DJ or DJ um Darlene kind of pops in with hey when was the last time that you and dad had any time alone and Roseanne's like well we can't really afford to go away and they're like well what if we could make it where you guys could have the house to yourselves for the weekend and we can go somewhere DJ can go you know spend the night at a friend's house or something and we can just kind of take off and Roseanne's kind of looking at him like uh, what do you mean take off exactly? And they bring up the rock concert in Des Moines. And she's like, so you want to go to a rock concert in Des Moines? Like, by yourselves? And where, what, where are you going to sleep? And they're like, oh, we'll get a hotel or a motel or something. And, oh, right away, Roseanne is like, no, 
just no. You two are too young to be. Not to mention, I mean, Des Moines, I, Iowa. I mean, if that's right next to Illinois, I don't. But it's just like that is pretty far. And not to mention, the nearest adult adult is going to be hours away if something were to happen. You know, she, no amount of flattery or any of that was going to get them to that rock concert. No way in heck. Even if they said, we have a, an adult to chaperone or something. I don't know. No, that just, mm-mm. 17 or 16 or whatever or not. Like, no, you are too, that is too young. They are not even a legal, legal adult yet to be able to do something like that. And Roseanne's like, if you really wanted to give your father and I a weekend without your kids around, then you could take DJ up and go visit your grandma. And DJ, uh, Darling's like, yeah, right, you gotta be kidding me. It's like, no. So when Roseanne turns around, the girls let it slip within hearing range. Like, oh, well, that worked out real well. And Roseanne turns around and she's like, what do you mean worked out? And they're like, oh, never mind, don't worry about it, forget it. And she's like, no, so let me get this straight. This was your whole little ruse here by taking me for a spa day just in hopes that you'd be able to, I'd let you go to some rock concert. Oh, she is, she's pissed and she's hurt. She's like, you two go wait in the car, I'm going to pay the bill. And she's just like, damn it. Of all the days to pull this shit... You had to pick Mother's Day? I mean, Darlene and Becky are royal something-somethings, but this takes the cake, I think. This is just... There's no excuse for this. You could have pulled this any day. You could have pulled this on her birthday, and she still would have said no. Alright, so let's get to uh, the fallout as the girls come back. We got Dan and DJ making chili for dinner. And of course... Dan's having DJ, like, stir the chili. He's like, my arm's getting tired. It's like, well, then you know that's how oh, the chili's good by your arm getting tired. You're putting a lot of work into it. And right away, Dan can see that Roseanne is upset. Like, she's just really, I mean, she was so excited and happy when she left. And now it's like, she looks like she's about to burst into tears. Come on, keep starting it, DJ. My arm is tired. Well, if you don't keep stirring, it won't be chilly. I don't even like chilly. You like science, don't you? Yeah. Chilly is science. How? What's well, chemistry, son? See, chilly represents your three states of matter. Solid, liquid, and eventually gas. <laughs> oh, my God, it's the Shirelles. Who? Disco. <laughs> Look back, did you guys have a good time? Just swell. I'm gonna go wash this crap off my face. See, Deej, the good-looking ones always have an attitude. Hey. Ooh, flashback. Prom night, 1969. And honey, even after all those years, your hair is still just as wide. Don't touch it, Dan. You'll dent it. I did my homework. You did? Oh, you know, you sure can be a good kid sometimes. Something wrong, Roseanne? No, everything's fine. 
Dee, do you want to talk to your mom for a minute? Go bug your sisters. Use real bugs. Well, Becky and Darlene are in a mood. What's going on? Uh, quality times for saps. <laughs> you know, that whole thing was just a setup, and they were just trying to get something out of me. Why'd they have to do that today? Yeah. Darlene and Becky come in, and of course, Dan makes a joke about the Shirelles. And they're like, who? And uh, Darlene's like, disco. It's like, no, the Shirelles were from the 60s. And they're like, we gotta go wash this crap off our faces. They're clearly in a mood as well. And Dan says to DJ, like, all the nice girls are basically bitches. (laughs) Um, Of course, the whole thing with the chili... And it's like, if you don't keep stirring, it's not going to be chilly. And you like science, right? And he says basically uh, the three parts of matter with the um, eventually leading to gas. What did he say? Solid, liquid, and eventually gas or something? So Roseanne comes in and Dan's like, oh my gosh, it's a flashback. Prom night, 1969. And he's like, you were even a vision then. And of course... He goes to touch her hair, and she kind of backs away, like, careful, you're, you'll dent it. And then um, DJ over his shoulder is like, hey, Mom, I did my homework. And she goes over there, and she just kind of puts her arms around DJ and kind of pulls him in for a hug and just kisses his head. Like, oh, you can be a real good kid sometimes. And the whole time Dan is kind of looking at her, like, her saddened attitude... Her not attitude, but her just her her saddened state and just the tone of her voice and how she just looks kind of droopy. He's like, "Hey, Dee, do you want to go wash up? Go bug your sisters." And Roseanne's like, "Yeah, use real bugs." And he mentions how you know when uh, Becky and Darlene walked in, they were have they looked like they were in a bit of a mood. And Roseanne's like, "Quality time is for saps," and she. Turns to go into the, their bedroom is like right off of the kitchen, and she comes back in, and Dan's just kind of standing here looking at her, and she's like, "This whole thing was a setup. It was just a ruse to get something out of me," and she just puts her arms around Dan. He's like, she just says, "Why did they have to do that today?" Oh my goodness, that breaks my heart. Just, I mean. Her crying and, and being upset. You know, like I said, Darlene and Becky can really be, I'm just going to say bitches. Um, but this, like I said, this takes a cake. This is unexcusable. A hundred percent. Mother's Day is not a day for you to do something for your parent. Hope so they'll do something for you. It's for you to say, I appreciate what you're doing. But don't say that in hopes that you're going to get rewarded from it. Because that's not your day. It's your mother's day. So Dan is royally pissed. And he is going to have it out with the girls. And he's going to pretty much say, both of you, cut the fucking shit attitude. Because I don't want to hear it. Because they immediately start making sarcastic jokes and everything. It's like, I don't even want to fucking look at you, either of you, right now. Like, the only person I care about right now is downstairs. 
God, happy Halloween. <laughs> what are you complaining about? You look better. <laughs> Great plan, Becky. Me? You're the one who blew it. Well, I didn't think she could hear. Are you kidding? She can hear us right now. Well, it's still really uncool of her. I mean, we spent the whole day together, and she treats us like we're infants. You in there? Yeah. Come on out. As soon as we wipe off these clown faces. Now. Yeah? First of all, let's just say that you going away for a weekend to a rock concert with the nearest adult five hours away, that was never going to happen no matter how you sucked up. Well, it's unanimous. <laughs> I guess it about wraps it up. I don't think so. Okay, we'll apologize to her before she, like, explodes. <laughs> She's not going to, like, explode. She's too busy crying her eyes out. I'm the one you got to worry about. Because I'm very angry and I don't like you very much right now. So now we're also supposed to apologize to you. Shut up. So I don't have to say it again in a minute. You shut up, too. <laughs> well, you guys just don't get it. You see, she thought you were actually going to do something nice for her. You know, like you cared. And that would have been the very best thing you could have done for her today. But you just ruined it. Well, what should we do? You're going to make it up to her. All right, we'll think of something. No, no, you had your chance. Now it's my turn. I applaud you, Dan. I applaud you so hard right now. He is well within his right for what he said to them because they, they don't get it. Roseanne thought that they were doing something nice in like, you know, they actually cared, which, and he even says, you know, you thinking you're going to go to a rock concert where the nearest adult was five hours away was never going to happen no matter how much you sucked up. And of course, Becky's like, well, we'll go apologize to her before she explodes. And Dan's like, oh, she's not going to explode. She's too busy crying her eyes out. And they're like, oh, well, we'll make it up to her. And it's like, Dan's like, no, no, you had your chance. Now it's my turn. Like, yeah, definitely. They need to be made to feel like shit. They really, really do. Like I said, there's no excuse for what they did. And I like what Dan does here for Roseanne in the next scene. This, I mean, this tops that robe any day of the week, his next actions. Stop. We're going out to dinner. No, I, I don't want to eat with those girls. I just want to have dinner and go to bed. They're not coming. I'm punishing them. Whoa! Yes. And having to eat my chili is just the beginning. Come on, we'll decide the rest of their punishment over dinner. Let's get changed. But they hate me, right? No, no, that's the beauty part. They hate me. Oh, Dan, that's just great. Happy Mother's Day. Oh, man, this is so much better than some old row. <laughs> so, yeah, downstairs we see Roseanne setting the table for dinner. They're all going to have Dan's chili. No, actually, he's like, stop what you're doing. Get your coat. We're going out to dinner. And Roseanne's like, no, no, I don't, I don't want to go out to dinner with those girls. I just want to eat dinner and just go to bed and forget this day happened. And he's like, no, they're not going to come with us. It's just going to be you and I. And 
the punishment, of course, before he thinks of the real punishment, their punishment is they get to eat Dan's chili and maybe have gas and diarrhea. Um, <laughs> and he's like, we'll talk about their punishment over dinner. And, um... And Roseanne's like, oh, yeah, but they hate me, right? And Dan's like, no, see, that's the beauty part. They hate me. He's like, come on, go get your, go get dressed, let's go. <laughs> and she hugs him like, oh, this is so much better than that robe. <laughs> oh, so of course we get to get the, um, the outro here with uh, Dan on the phone with Beverly because apparently he did have the girls take DJ up to visit Roseanne and Jackie's mom <laughs> and he's talking about uh, oh no have Rose uh, have Darlene play uh, the show tunes on the piano oh no 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 she may say no but just just make her do it she, you know she's just being modest <laughs> oh I think he even mentions about the um a bunch of slides from like a trip that she took <laughs> like great 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 <laughs> Hello? Yeah, hi, Bev. Oh, good. Rosie, the kids got to your mother's. They're fine. Great. Oh, no, you're welcome. They wanted to come. And hey, they're old enough to take a weekend trip by themselves. <laughs> What's that noise? Oh, what a treat for the girls to meet your garden club. <laughs> Does anyone there play the piano? Great. Darlene loves to sing show tunes. No, she's just being modest. Make her. Did you get your projector fixed? Grand. What's a weekend at Grandma's without all those wonderful vacation slides? Yo, no. We're just going to have a little romantic weekend at home. All righty. Well, you enjoy your grandchildren. Okay, bite me. <laughs> so yeah i love how dan's like oh yeah they're they're perfectly fine to take a weekend trip <laughs> and also the fact like oh what's that noise oh your garden club does anyone there play the piano because darling darling loves to sing show tunes no no she's just being modest make her <laughs> and he brings up about like oh did you get your projector fixed Oh, because what is a trip to Grandma's without a bunch of vacation slides? And he mentions how he and um, Roseanne are just going to have a nice romantic evening at home. So that, that's pretty cool. <laughs> and of course, like, hey, enjoy your grandchildren. Of course, before he hangs up the phone, <laughs> bite me. <laughs> Click. <laughs> so I really, I liked this episode. I thought it was good and just... Dan looking out for his wife and the kids deservedly being punished <laughs> after they pulled that stunt. And sometimes, you know, Mother's Day, I guess, like, this is a fine example. Sometimes they just don't go the way they should. And, um, just, it's, honestly, it's a good lesson to show that it's not about the kids. It's about the mothers. And the kids should want to do something for their mothers, for Mother's Day, for all, everything that the mother does for the kid. It's like, come on, this is one day a year where m mothers 
get to be showcased for for one day. Just make them feel special the way they make you feel special 364 days a year. Give them this one day. And I'm honestly, I'm looking forward to covering, you know, episodes in in January. I really liked Roseanne. Um, I didn't watch it um, a whole lot when it aired. Maybe the later seasons and stuff like that. But um, I just, I think it's, it's funny and I'm looking forward to kind of revisiting some episodes. And, you know, the earlier seasons and stuff like that, too. So, um, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. You have a good Mother's Day. And, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to covering episodes of Roseanne in January. If you guys want to email the podcast, you can do so at lbomwonderyearspodcast at gmail.com. Have a good week. Bye-bye.